great. How are you doing? I'm good. And you had a good Thanksgiving? I had a great Thanksgiving and we just had our Shop for Holiday party. It was so fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Not too much uh, craziness, but it was it was good to, to have everybody. Together. I agree. It was really nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you were on a vacation. I did. I went to Mexico. It was so oh nice. Oh my gosh. Reading and eating and sitting on the beach. <laughs> that <was> That's awesome. <laughs> so we have some, we have two, actually three great guests this episode. Yeah. Uh, we met with uh, Amanda Young and Andrew Gregg, um, who are organizing and creating Code Assist. Yep, love them, and the work is really amazing. It really is, and so they come and talk to us about that. Uh, we did have a little podcast snafu, and it cut off their introduction, but I promise you it is Amanda and Andrew that are <laughs> speaking. That are speaking. Um, and But it just kind of jumps into the middle of our conversation a little bit. So that's just a little... Um, disclaimer. Disclaimer, that's mm -hmm. right. And then we have uh, Kelsey Pasteris, yeah. and she's the chair of the MPG Wellness Group, and she comes to talk to us about the amazing projects that that group has been doing this past year. They've really just been killing They've upped their game, and they have a beautiful website where everything's consolidated and you can access what's been happening with that group. Yep, and um, has a bunch of resources for nurses about well-being. It includes the stuff about workplace violence, includes employee resources for wellness opportunities. About it's a, car, their stuff on CARP. Yep, it is a really great site, and it's beautiful. It's pretty, yeah, it's really. <laughs> they did a great job. There's like explore, engage, connect. Re resolve and relax. So there's a lot going on. Um, tier opportunities, meal planning. Yeah, so um, please, please check that out. It's on the Nurses Hub as one of the big spots that you can access there. And it's it's really worth your time to, to look at that. They even have a financial well-being part. So, I mean, there's, you know, it covers everything. Yeah, really, all of, all of our well-being. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so uh, we hope that you have a great holiday, however you choose to experience celebrate. and yep. celebrate, and a happy new year. And we look forward to talking with everybody uh, this next year. Yeah. Go 2024. Go <laughs> oh, 2024. <laughs> <laughs> all right, take care. Bye. Bye. great projects, but also seem kind of limited in the scope of us wanting to offer support to the entire hospital, really, to all staff members. So then Andrew and I <laughs> luckily got together and started talking about what we wanted this project to look like. And specifically how to support people at this hospital with our patient population, what employees are facing and how they could be supported in multiple layers, right? Going through when the events are actually happening immediately after and then having something in place to provide follow-up if it was necessary to more trained clinicians. Mm -hmm. So can you walk us briefly through an example of what it looks like when you're called to a code assist and then what the what a little bit of the follow-up looks like after for both maybe patient and staff members, employees? Sure. So it is like kind of still in the inception stage. We were fortunate enough to be awarded grant funding for this just recently. So Andrew Yay. and I are in the... Yep, that's really good. good. <laughs> Thank you. We're very excited. We are really in just the like finishing up curriculum building stage. Um, and we expect for it to be a pretty fluid 
process and be surprised by how different parts of it work and in ways yep. that are different than what we imagine. But in our vision really is that we're going to get an array of people trained. It's, you know, a four hour training of trauma informed care, de-escalation, micro debriefing, DEI focused training, um, self-care for the team and vicarious trauma training. And our vision is that it's folks that are already responding to things like code blues, code eights around the hospital so they can do their usual job of doing a great job stabilizing the patient, but then also now have these tools in their toolbox to turn around and support staff in the moment that might be having a hard time based on the event that just happened. Mm-hmm. And then conversely, people will be able to page a code assist. Yeah, so if a charge nurse knows that, you know, we've had a stressful event, the code date's complete, the code blue is fixed or stabilizer is completed, following that, if the staff are still destabilized, they're not being able to go back right to the normal flow of care, the charge nurse can then call the same team to come in and set up a space where staff can be supported, they can process those difficult emotions and then get back to a place, right, of providing the care that they need. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So I'm, I think that I wasn't initially aware when I heard about you guys that it's really for us as of as employees of the hospital. Right. For yes. support, support and and aftercare around that. That's right. amazing. Okay. Yeah, and the grant funding also is supporting um, the purchase of some supplies as well. So the team will be trained in the supplies. So it'll be carts where we can have, you know, anything from like people's favorite snacks to aromatherapy to other evidence-based kind of de-stressing tools and feedback and music players to really help give people a chance to check out for a second. That's amazing. The one thing I would wonder about, too, is that it's going to be people who are already kind of being called to the to the code. Is there any concern about it, like those people having like what if they have a stressful moment as well? Is that any concern about that, like as their support? Yeah, I would say that's one of our primary concerns and and threats to the project. Um, Deborah Nemas is actually creating curriculum for the code team specifically, which is self-care making good boundaries and considering vicarious trauma for the team for people to continue to support themselves and each other through the team. Awesome. Right. I'm particularly interested, and I think we started talking about this, Andrew, your role is, is spiritual care in this. I think it's really interesting to pull in sort of the spiritual side of our humanity in when we're in such a we're in such a scientific world, right? With medicine and granted we also are part of who we are as human beings is this spiritual experience. And sometimes, not always, um, I think we we don't always acknowledge that. And I think it's really important to sort of embrace that in our healing in a lot of ways. And this in no way, way means that I'm it's it's endorsing any kind of religion, right? Like it's about being spiritual beings. Can you talk about that a little bit? Like how that you see that fitting in and in the medicine side of things? Yeah, I think when it comes to code assist, the greatest compliment of spiritual care to it, right, is when these events happen, we all have those values and those motivating factors that get us into healthcare. Right? We want to help people. And often when we encounter these stressful, these destabilizing, these traumatic events, right, there's a deviation between why we're doing this work, why it's important, why we're moving towards that and caring for folks as opposed to what has happened. And what spiritual care is good at is helping people identify what about this patient interaction sort of violated those values? What mm. can we do to support you to be moving back in that direction on that path that motivated you to be in healthcare at the bedside to begin with? Right. And then allows us to continue the work, right? Continue because the work, other, yeah. 
because otherwise I think that if we don't acknowledge that we go, we go to burnout versus acknowledging and working to sort of embrace the healing and 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 in a, in in any way we can but like the spiritual aspect as well as just the supportive nature I think it's really cool of acknowledging right the significance of the event what can yep. be done moving forward not from ignorance from what has happened but in full acceptance of it back towards what the employee does their best right caring caring for patients yeah. and we are hoping right if we were writing the grant originally was specifically to mitigate right these morally distressing events from turning into moral injury and then turning in to folks right. being out and then leaping leaving the right. bedside altogether yeah, I see this as being so important. And also, I think you're going to see it in a wide variety of situations, right? Like we think about it in kind of a, you know, like code A, oh, there's a violent situation, which is obviously also very important. But I also see it where I worked on Miller, well, was Miller 5, Chef 4, oncology inpatient, and where we would have important people that we have taken care of for a year pass away, and then, or a couple of those happen, and then people coming to work just like, really like down and just having having something like this be able to just say hey let's all take a moment here and having that at support I think will be really nice moving forward so I mean do you see it like that as well like something that we could just utilize in those situations too yeah absolutely like like I said when we were looking at the different research for it code lavenders for the research seemed for the most part to be used for like really tough clinical cases and then some other staff or some other hospitals use it like specifically on pediatric floors. And what we wanted was something way more robust and overarching because we think that everybody is having a hard time right now. Yeah. Um, and who are we to say that, you know, it's only hard if it's a tough clinical case or it's only hard if it's a code eight. We think people are, there's a lot of tough things. I know my own experience in the emergency department, sometimes I would have really tough, you know, clinical cases back to back to back. And then it was like something that would normally seem kind of benign is what really kind of brought me to my knees and so to be for have to have stuff available for those kinds of things is really important as well I think and not just the really big stuff and just knowing that big stuff looks different on different units right and so right. really giving the charge nurse the permission to really if something big has happened it's still affecting us we would like support yeah. this this floor isn't quite right right now yeah. and I need help <laughs> figuring yeah. that out um, yeah. that's huge yeah we I was lucky enough to talk to some of the NPG councils when I first started you know thinking about this work before I even got in touch with Andrew the, the dark days before I had Andrew on the team with me <laughs> and um you know just the night shift council talking about different ways that they would use it seemed so amazing because night shift is you know under resourced as we know and we do plan on rolling out when we do start to our night shift colleagues first Great. and start offering them the support first but thinking about just can someone just come by and just give this charge nurse a helping hand for five minutes might be huge when, you know, they're kind of the only resource for their floor. So I think there's lots of different ways that we can be utilized and we're excited to have people start thinking about us once once we get going. Right. I mean, I have to say now that I'm outpatient, but yet still hybridly bedside because we have, you know, 60 plus patients a day coming in, getting infusions and we have traumatic events where people code and die in our chairs outpatient and I'm hoping, and I guess I'm just putting a plug in that, which is really traumatic, obviously, for all of us and patients, because oftentimes it happens in front of other patients and a lot of other nurses, because it's very public in the outpatient setting, that maybe there'll be a venue for the outpatient stream of this, at least for the the, chef, the infusion centers to start, because 
of the nature of how we see patients and what we do. Our, our vision of this is the same folks that respond, like a Met call or a Code Blue or yep. a Code Eight. It's the same response team, right? And those are the folks yep. that are going to get this training. So my vision for this certainly would be that they would have the tools to support y'all as well. Fanny Allen as well. Yeah, and Fanny Allen, we're giving yep. a whole cart to Fanny Allen, getting champions out there. Um, all that to say, you know, the the people that are on our list for the Code Assist team are those responders. However, we know there's a whole lot more to it than that. So we are looking for champions from different floors as well to at least get the training and be able to, um, you know, be at the elbow of their colleagues, too, and and um, at least start, you know, talking to each other through that lens, too. Absolutely. And but if somebody is interested, how do they how would they sign up for this? Like, how would they sign up to be a champion? It's a great question, Stephanie. I don't think we've <laughs> <laughs> email us, right? Yeah. Certainly email us. Yep. Um, and we also are, you know, there's some specific units that we know, you know, definitely practice in different ways in some of the floors, like the ICUs and the emergency department. So we are fully soliciting champions from those floors to be kind of part of the team on their floors. Otherwise, we're having conversations with other managers about looking for champions. But if anybody is interested, they absolutely should email Andrew and I both. And we'll, we're happy to have those conversations. I really think people will you will get a good response because I feel like this is one of those magical moments of something that people need and are um, going to be really excited about. Um, as, I hope so. Yeah. And as you know, I think in general, I I know this isn't just for nurses. It's going to be for everybody, the whole team, which I think is super important as well. But just to be able to, I think as nurses, we just like that's something we want to be able to take care of each other. And I yeah. think, you know, in a healthy way. And sometimes we don't always have the skills to do that. And so yeah. I think this provides some of those. It sounds like this will provide some of those training and skills, which I think is people will really value. Yeah, I hope so. be the bridge. Yeah. yeah, be that bridge to conversation. I agree, Steph. I think sometimes you're so focused on healing and saving that we tend to forget about, not forget about, but we don't even know how to approach what's around us. You almost don't have the bandwidth mm-hmm. to check in on a, what's around you because you're so focused on patient and family. I mean, sometimes we don't even take care of ourselves, right? Like, it's right. like yeah, so. and the helpers need help. Yeah. 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 And just as a kind of right now, I'm sort of on this like research uh, kick, but like, are you guys going to be um, assessing how well this program is going? Because I do think it could it's something that as it moves forward should be shared far and wide. <laughs> we agree. Amanda was just building out in REDCap, right? A lot of the quantitative uh, analysis that folks will get a so we're obviously super interested in what the data shows anyway but then of course since we were lucky enough to be awarded the grant funding we are going to be putting together surveys specifically we're going to have two different surveys one is for the people that get the code assist training super quick super easy down and dirty surveys of just how well do you feel you're prepared to support colleagues how well do you feel like you know the resources that kind of stuff the code assist teammates will get those before receiving training, um, and then at the 6, 12, and 18 months marks, just to see how they're still feeling about things. Um, and then for staff members, there will be a randomized survey that goes out that we hope people take. So we get a good, you know, pre-implementation data point. But again, really quick, how well do you know your resources? How well supported do you feel during tough instances at work? And then after people receive 
any kind of code assist support, they'll get another quick follow-up survey that will be those same questions plus maybe one or two others just to see about where we can make some changes. Great. Awesome. Tell us a little bit more about the carts. So it sounds like there's four carts that you're going to be creating. Is that something that somebody brings with them to each of the things that are happening? Is it something that you kind of decide as as things go on? So there are four carts, right? One for Miller, one for McClure, one for Baird, and then one for Fannie Allen. And they will be brought out when a charge nurse calls for a code assist, when it's more than just supporting folks in the moment when it's clear, right, that the event has been destabilizing, an additional level of support is needed to sort of bring in those more somatic, tactile, right, self-regulating interventions, then those will be brought up to the floors mm-hmm. for use by staff. You were referencing when the charge nurse calls for the code assist. Is that is it a an order that gets, gets put in? It's, it's not over the pager, right? Um, yeah, so what we... We were really debating about how that should be called. We like the idea of an overhead code assist page. Yep. The whole world knows it's being used. However, yeah. what we, not my strong suit, but we did decide that subtlety was probably more the right option here. And <laughs> that, you know, one of the reasons we didn't use the term code lavender is because some people thought it might be stigmatizing. And we didn't want people to have to call a big code assist call overhead because we were worried about this, if there was any concern about stigma there as well. So the idea is that it can be paged, the team will carry pagers, and it can just be paged out still through our operators, but paged out so the team just gets a page. The whole house doesn't know that there's necessarily a code assist being called. Um, You know, that way, if someone, if the charge nurse decides that this one staff member is kind of struggling but doesn't want a big deal made out of it, then some people can come and support them way more privately than what a great big overhead page would be. And we felt like that made a whole lot more sense in the long run of supporting our colleagues. Um, I really like, too, that you guys are starting it on nights as a fellow night shifter for 10 years. I feel like it was, uh, those are the, uh, you know, the resources. I worked two are just night shifts. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> right. Right. Are we two days. <laughs> Not good. Yeah, no. And she's like, I might have to quit nursing. <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah, literally true. like, okay, I need, I'm quitting. Leslie, yeah, do you know we're open overnight? Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> that was so not good. Um, Patients however, in this building after 7 p.m.? <laughs> it was so rough on me. Oh, yeah. But staff, however, really stuck in for like nine yeah. years. Ten years, yeah. Ten years, so, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I certainly, my heart goes out to all the nine shifters. But yeah, I can see it being really helpful. And um, I mean, in all of the times, but specifically at night right now, too, because it just is nice to have something that you know is there. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I we think it's so. really key. And really, I mean, it's where we need to be going with caring for our our population of employees that do this really intense work for our community. I just think it's brave work and I love it. I think it's going to make us all better providers and nurses and all of it. It's going to make us better. We hope so. You know, in my in my new role, I guess I can't say that much longer. I've been doing it for like six or seven months now, but in this role that I'm in now, <laughs> three years from now, in my new role, my um, new role. <laughs> you know, one of the things I talk about a lot in helping de-escalate patients is trauma-informed care and trauma-informed de-escalation and being kinder and gentler and that kind of stuff. And we thought... We can't be asking our staff to pour all of this like generous patient trauma informed care, you know, <laughs> care into our patients if we're not doing the same for them. For each other. Um, yeah. And we were having this conversation True. earlier today, too, where, you know, one of the tenets of like this vicarious trauma work is, well, just to care yourself. You're, you're better resilient if you practice self-care. 
And that term can be really victimizing as well, because as nurses and other hospital staff, we're really busy taking care of each other and the staff and the patients and the whole hospital and our families, like a lot yeah. of things to take yeah. care of and um, to have help in, in taking care of ourselves and taking care of each other. We feel like felt kind of, like, kind of a precious spot to be in. Well, and I think, too, I mean, I'm saying this from a personal standpoint, but sometimes you're doing these this job and you're like, and you have all these things on the outside world that you don't realize are also coming in. And sometimes it's just learning how to say no and being like, okay, I'm done and figuring yeah. that out. Like I'm, I'm, I, right now I am done with like all of the feelings and all of the things. And, and that's a hard place to like, just come to sometimes and just accept and be like, okay, I'm done right now, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be done forever. And you right. just kind of move, um, move from there. So I think right. it'll be. Yeah, um, we're hoping. So hopefully, so soon you'll know about the champion, like what, when the trainings will be, is then will that yeah. go out to, will go out to people to know or to know about, like, how does your, how is it going to go out to the rest of the nursing staff? I know like leaders have started to hear about it and I know we're, yeah. we've been hearing about it through different committees and different yeah. word of mouth. Is there a plan to kind of get it out to the rest of the staff? The leaders of the areas that are specifically going to be code assist team trained uh, will get specific emails to say, okay, we're ready to start training. We've been putting out updates on the daily pulse check about where we are in the process. So that will go out. I think it's the third Thursday of the month, I believe, is when Dr. Basanza puts that out. Um, I think that we will email the workforce retention committee that I was on earlier to let them know when that kind of thing is happening. And then there's other specific leaders that we're talking to about finding the floor champions too. But I probably officially through the daily pulse check, asking for floor champions is when that will go out when we start the training. Awesome. Okay. Um, I'm sorry if you get like 10 emails tomorrow um, when I go back and I'm like, so who wants to be a champion? That might happen. <laughs> I'm always um, having an email from you, Stephanie. Both fun. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you guys coming to talk to us about this, and uh, really we're exciting. so excited. And yeah. I think it's gonna, it's revolutionary. It really is. So it really, it's um, the kind of work that makes me proud to be here. I know. Um, <laughs> really does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's true. <laughs> it is. It's true. It is really true. And so, anything else you want to share before we we head off? I don't think so. We're just email us. Yeah, email us. We're yeah, really excited email. to do the work. We ask for everybody. We this is a brand new project and a big lift. We're super excited about it, but we know there's going to be some hiccups and some bumps in the road, and just that everybody knows that we are 100% trying our best. <laughs> <laughs> That's really important to us. Great, awesome, awesome. Well, thanks guys. Really appreciate you. Thanks guys. Thank you. Thank you. Good seeing y'all. And I'm Leslie. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? Good. Uh, so, Kelsey, just introduce yourself and then tell us where you're from, where you work, and, and then we'll go from there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I've been at the hospital for about a year and a half now. I'm in outpatient urology. So, we have three clinics, one on main campus, one at the MOB in Colchester, and one in Middlebury. So, us 10 nurses kind of rotate throughout all of them. Oh. Yeah. So, it's a good variety. And I have been on NPG since January, and we 
didn't have anyone volunteer to be a chair and <laughs> I agreed to yeah um, you you were like okay I guess it's gonna be me yeah I was like I'd be willing to but um, I think I, we all go into it yeah, like that yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I work 32 hours so I couldn't commit to a four-hour meeting a month plus the four-hour meeting for the coordinating council meeting yeah so Amanda Amanda Musser agreed to go to that meeting and then I would lead the NPG group meetings. Awesome. Okay. So, so you kind of split it a little bit. It's sort of both of you doing it. Okay. Right. Awesome. Yeah. So then you kind of travel with urology, which is kind of a nice thing. Is it all part of the medical center? Yep. It is. Okay. Oh, nice. And then you've been on NPGs. Tell us about what you guys have been doing. We've had a really productive year. We started off very ambitious and I would say we're ending very ambitious. We're just like a very go-getter group. The first thing that we wanted to do was apply for a grant for, wow. yeah, <laughs> You're yeah like, let's just go that's for impressive. Uh, <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay Gray and I filled out that application. We had never done a grant application before, and we got our first experience with that. And we applied. Have you heard of the, the concept of employee wellness did it where you tag your it? Oh, yeah. You get yeah, a yeah. compliment. Uh, I think that is what it's called, tag your yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you so explain uh, what that yeah, explain what yeah. that is to, to our listeners. Yeah. So you basically shout out to your team about a coworker saying, like, I'm really happy that you're my coworker, I'm grateful for you, whatever it may be, showing appreciation for them. And then you if you receive that feedback then you pass it along to someone else. And the idea is that it's contagious. It just keeps going and going and you're spreading this, this idea of gratitude, gratitude yeah. praising each other. Yeah. And we, we did some, you know, evidence-based research on how this is effective to, to give and receive praise like that. And especially spreading gratitude. And we found that um, this is a very easy way of doing it. And so we wanted to motivate people to do it. So the grant we applied for was if you participate in the tag your it within a certain amount of time, two mm -hmm. weeks, then you get put into a drawing. And if your name gets pulled out, then you win a round trip airfare, hotel, and meals for you to go somewhere. And we picked like four destinations. Just oh, so we didn't have oh my God. Um, so we did not get chosen. <laughs> but that's a but, great, so how ambitious yeah. and also I think what a, you mean go big or go home, right? right. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's, yeah, that's awesome. And you know, gratitude has so much research now about how like you giving it is actually just as valuable as receiving it, right? you know, and keep, let's keep doing, let's keep like encouraging it for people. Exactly. I agree. Wait, I want to get, do you know what got picked? So there were a lot of things that got picked, but one that I definitely want to highlight is Cynthia Peterson is pretty much the champion of changing minds, changing lives. Yes. Yeah. And that got picked, which is great because that cohort is currently running and that funding is available for her to continue the the cohorts. Yeah, and I think they got they even she was saying they even accepted more than they thought they would. Um, they would but um yeah. they have like 20 people that are in it now and then they're hoping to continue. Yeah, no, that's a great program and that is yeah. a great program. 
But I, I love that you see. you tried for that. That's so <laughs> yeah. good. It was really great. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh my um, gosh, people would have been. So, I know. So, would've, would've everybody would have been thanking everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's kind of the point. That's the like, point. Yeah, it can be as easy as being like, hey, like I just wanted you to know that I noticed you did this, and it really helped the patient or really right. helped me. And that can go a long way when someone is, right. you know, maybe not excited to come to work the next day or. Absolutely. Yeah. I think all of those things are really, are really important. One thing that I want to point out that's really important to us is when you have to fill out a, an incident report or sharps or yep. any, any report. Yeah. Safe report. It's hard to do because you have to relive the experience. You have to, you know, maybe tell on somebody a little bit and it, yep, yep. or you're afraid of getting in trouble. Like those are all the bad things that come along with that. There's a ton of good things, you know, accountability, um, knowing that it's on the record, monitoring for trends. If it happens more than once, all of those things are good. And so we started thinking about how do we make sure that people feel heard, that they filled out a report. So like, I hear you that this happened and we recognize that something needs to change. So that would be the first thing, feeling heard. The second thing is feeling appreciated that you took the time to do this. Yeah. So like, thank you for taking the time to do this and not just, you know, say, oh, it doesn't matter. Nothing is going to change. Like actually saying thank you we need to monitor these trends or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. And so those two things. So we started thinking about like, what can our role be in this change? And so SharePoint like was just reorganized so that it's very clear how to, you know, find these reports. reports. Yeah. So that's been really great. But there's different people who receive each report and there isn't like one overarching group that's looking at all of them. And so our group, we want to come up with a way of a recommendation to all of these leaders of those reports to be like, we recommend having a message that everyone receives when they fill out a report that acknowledges and shows appreciation. Right, because sometimes it feels like you're like, I know for safe reports, it's just like, and it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> in the black hole. One of the things we've been talking about in our quality council that we're working on right now is we're putting a dot phrase together to send out to everybody that submits a safe report that we get access to that will live list a date for follow up. So oh, which and yeah. so we're we, we've been working on trying to get that written and then it gives us as leaders some accountability around following up because we said we would. And I know that Bethany had a leader at one point who who did do that when she I don't know it was when she was in PACU and she said it was very effective. So I love the idea of like the dot phrase with the follow up date. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. yeah. And so this also ties in to Amanda. Oh, yeah. Amanda Young. Oh, Amanda, yeah, Amanda just, Young. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. The, we yeah. did just interview her. She's okay. great. <laughs> Shout out to Amanda work. Young. Yeah, <laughs> and so she's come to our meetings and we want to support her. Oh, she also got a grant. Oh, right. Right. Yes. Yes. Yes, she did. Yeah. Yeah. And so we are working actively working with her on supporting her endeavor. And this goes right along with the the reports of like, how do people, how do we prevent burnout? How do we say yeah. like, 
this awful thing happened to you and we want you to still show up for work tomorrow and like know that you're supported and valued here. Yeah, right. But that makes sense of why it would completely tie in with that because she's there to kind of provide that support or not her specifically, yeah. but that that group will be there to provide that. So right. yeah, and how, how can you get that that moment to to them to the person yeah, right and like recognizing what do they even need if you got hurt while you're on work or there was a code like do you want to just continue working versus some people would want to take 10 minutes away we don't want to just make everyone like leave so even like a needle poke which i know sounds yeah. like not but it's like that, that, that unnerving like, it is and like that just initial like and then they're like you gotta go get blood work you know all these Look things the, yeah i know and it's so, I mean, even as something as simple as that, which we all know can happen at any moment, it's just that that, that creation of anxiety and knowing that, oh, my either leader or somebody has taken the time to, like, just ask me, are you okay? I feel like yeah. it's really important. Yeah. yeah. We had for a while on Shep 4, and I don't remember us doing as much on Miller 5, I would say that. There's a provider up there, um, David Rand, who would always debrief us after a code. So if we if he was on and we had a code, he would pull anybody that was involved on the floor in that code and pull us aside for 10 minutes and we would get the chance to debrief immediately after. And it was really helpful. Yeah. Because you're just in a room, a quiet room with the people that were there experiencing it. And you just had the chance whether you wanted to say something or not. Like, I always really appreciated that about him as a provider, just sort of like taking charge of that. And now I think the reason it didn't happen so much on Miller 5 is he ended up going to a residency elsewhere yeah. and he left. Yeah, that was helpful. Yeah, you know, just to very take a hot second. To piggyback off of that is we have a survey that will be coming out through PEG's next email that will be asking, what do you do? after an event on your floor and do you find it effective because we'd love to hear like what other people are doing just like you described and then yeah if it's if it's effective like should we roll this out everywhere yeah. yeah great work thanks and then lastly i think the art so in npg you pick one project that you are carrying through the whole year mm -hmm. and that one project so even though we've had a ton of side projects like Nurses Week and hosting people to present on wellness and well-being. We can get to that in a little bit. But our main project was building a one-stop shop web page on the Nurses Hub. Oh, awesome. So, All about wellness. Yes. So it's resources available in our communities, such as meal planning, if you work night shift, and there's oh, recipe ideas. very cool. Child care resources. Yeah workplace violence resources i mean there's a there's a ton of stuff that's so, awesome yeah, yeah that's so great. is that is that up yet or yes. it is okay oh it is so peg zemo will like officially announce it but it's been available and accessible we just haven't like you know announced it yet oh that's so great oh, that's i know really great i do feel like there's a lot of good things that are provided, especially through the wellness department here. They do a right. lot of work and, and there's emails that go out and stuff, but I, yeah. it would be nice if you're thinking about it, like, I wonder if there's anything on yoga, like that I yeah. can access, you know, right, right, right. Or like, I could really use a massage today, like, <laughs> maybe not. Yeah. Or yeah, every I day, could. really. <laughs> yeah, me too. But I think that's great. That's yeah. such a great idea. And I think like any 
all of that stuff is about communication and how do we improve. Yes. And everybody does it a little differently, which hence why we have a podcast. That's awesome and easy for people to access. Yeah. And that's, and that's the point. Like, I think that because we're all, most of us are shift workers and we work all over the all over the board with when it comes to days and times and in the hospital. So we can't having, I think the most effective way to communicate is ways that people can go to you, you know, versus like a, a town hall where we gather in one of the um, auditoriums or something. It just only targets a certain number of people that are available then. So I love that. I love having everything accessible easily for us to, us to go to, you know? Thanks. Yeah. We, we were really proud of the categories we came up with and how we, so we divided and conquered. So people were just like really passionate about certain topics. And so they took it and ran with it and created a whole robust list. And then every month we check and make sure it's still current, all the things, Mm -hmm. the the links or whatever, because the discounts may expire. And so we want to keep that up to date. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's employee wellness has, you know, all of the discounts that you get for being a UVMMC employee. So we don't have our own separate list from that. We actually just have a link to their page. But everything else we we created and found. It's great. Yeah. It sounds like you guys have a really special group that you've gotten to for the MBG. Like yeah. I really feel like that's and that's so important because sometimes it doesn't always work out that way, which just by personality and stuff like that but it's great that you guys have been able to accomplish so much and the jive in a yeah and it's and it sounds like you're really yeah you're all really excited about this stuff and so that's great Steph and I have had an idea we'll just pitch it to you and you can do what you want with it (laughs) we've had an idea for wellness where depending on the number of years you've worked at the hospital you get a paid sabbatical oh yes yeah so like let's say you've been here five years you get you know you might get three weeks paid sabbatical, but you have, maybe you might have to bring something back from your sabbatical that says, here's what I did either to like improve my own well-being, improve. The, I don't know. There could be some give back yeah. to the, to the hospital or to, to your coworkers. But um, we, we always thought or like 10 years, you get four weeks and we just think, and we know a company grant. that does it. What? <laughs> might be a grant application. We need to write. Yeah, that would be a grant. Yes, that would be a grant application, but we do know a, a, a wellness company that does it as part of a, you know, just a employee wellness. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, it happens all the time in academia um, with physicians. There's, they have this all built in in their practice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think these are kind of the next steps towards mm-hmm. really having nurses felt like I'm important. I, I can do like different things, but, you know, then but it, can, we can, we have different ways we can give back to the community yeah. if we have the time, right? Yeah, like, exactly. so we're giving to the community by being here and helping to take care of the community. But there's other things as nurses that we can offer back to our community that are just as important, but we don't always have the time because we're yes. taking care of our community. Right. So. Yeah, right. And I'm I'm a firm believer of the like burnout can be very much because you are doing the same thing every day. And even just being able to say, OK, I get four hours off the floor to do something different that just like breaks it up a, a little bit, which is I think is great about like MPG. And because sometimes we just kind of get stuck in a in, yeah. in a rut and like making it exciting by doing different yeah. things. Um, or having time to do different things, I think is really important in our mm-hmm. 
as yeah. we kind of go through our career. So, yeah. uh, but right. yes, the sabbatical is a, um, it's a pipe dream of, we keep bringing it up. <laughs> bringing it up. <laughs> somebody, somebody, will, somebody will help us do it yeah. someday. Yeah. My, my husband worked at REI for like eight years and at 10 years you get a sabbatical. So right. but, but we moved before he could get it, but it was a month paid. Yeah, no, and you think about, like, why, you know, I certainly wouldn't be leaving if I'm at year eight and a half and be like, uh, now it's time for a change. No, I got to wait out until I'm (laughs) I'm getting a paid sabbatical, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I mean, it also just is another thing to tell nurses they feel valued, too. Right, yeah. Yeah. But I love, I love that we're dedicating a whole part of our MPG to experience and well-being because I think that it just deserves the attention right? It, it, it deserves it. Yeah. All right. Well, Kelsey, we really appreciate you coming by and giving us something. You guys are rocking it. Um, Yeah, you are. (laughs) Yeah. And if you too, or anyone listening has any ideas, you can email our group or email Mindy. She's the one who edits the website. And we have a category that's nurse meetup. And so like a month ago when we had the free yoga, we got some nurses together to go to a free class and we put it on that website. Oh, cool. Or there was a biking idea. So like if you're like community, yeah, like I'm doing this half marathon. Anyone want to train and work, you know, uh, sign up with me. You can put it on there. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. sort of like my big idea of like we need a front porch forum for no. nursing. <laughs> yes. Yes. yes, that's I so would. good. Yeah, then you even if we could self-edit that, it. Yeah, or post. So you see yeah, people right. that are you know it just writes it as I said it just creates a community and then right. you kind of you're like oh remember you like you might pass them in the hall like we yeah. we went to that yoga class yeah or, or like. Yeah, I no, Amy, it develops camaraderie. It also makes honestly, I believe that that can make a patient's experience better because if you're yeah. if you're with a patient and a problem comes up and you're like, hmm, I met this person at the yoga meetup that yeah. works there. I'm gonna reach like I'm gonna reach out to Kelsey yeah. who's in urology who I just met. Like it yeah, it all no. comes back to making the patient's experience better for right. sure. Right. right. Having those connections with each other. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 No. Absolutely. It's. That's yeah. great. I don't know if SharePoint can do a front porch forum like thing because we would all have to have access to be able to edit. Yeah. But it, I, I actually I looked at front porch forums like company, like how do I email them? You did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I emailed them and they, I was like, is there any way you could like tra- we could somehow translate this to? And they, unfortunately, they said they we they don't do companies. Okay. So I kind of understand, and then I was like. How do we make? A, do we have a million dollar idea here that we could then we could build yeah. and then sell to other hospitals? Right. For, seriously. Yeah, right. Well, because we're our own community. Right. So we, Especially here in Vermont, where we're gosh. like, what UVM MC, like that one of the biggest um, employers. So right. it is a huge community, and it's always it's like people trust for approach form because you're like well you know you're right. you're my neighbor basically right. we live in the small enough communities in vermont where it's that i feel like it it does right. it does feel safer and same with like working oh you work here yeah like that gives you a common shared experience right. that um allows you to feel yeah. like you're trusted with and so yeah i just think i agree 
Healthy. So okay. it's a <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. I mean, I think that, and there could be somebody moderating it to make sure that like, you know, right. nobody's selling their moonshine. Right. Although, right. I, mean, well, I mean, I feel like it's, again, you just, you, you have set rules. If you don't follow yeah. the rules and you don't get access to it anymore, yeah. but yeah. you, um, but otherwise, I mean, I'm sure we'd have to set up rules like you can't like just bash the yeah, <laughs> hospital. Yeah. But no, or, 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 yeah, right. you know, but you would want to do it where like there's some, yeah. and they do that on Front Porch Forum too. They're like, we're here for not, sh- you know, bashing people. We're here to like uplift the community and, yeah. and yeah. connect yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like share. Like, um, I use Front Porch Forum a lot for getting things yeah and so yeah. reducing waste like I, I wouldn't have to buy it a new thing ever again because there's so many people here oh but yeah my I live in Heinsburg and like all the people that post stuff that I want are in Shelburne and that's yeah. 30 minutes away sometimes <laughs> yeah. you're like that's so a lot I'm of like, gasoline I'll just go yeah. to the hospital where right. I work and like get the shoes for my kid yeah. or whatever it's true it's right. true right it's true. or like yeah you know like if you have you know, you're getting a bit rid of a bunch of scrubs, like, yes. you know, like there's so many things that can be, right. um, we need to, we should reconvene specifically about this because I think yeah. it's a project within itself. That's really important. Yeah. yeah pooling. I feel like I'm absolutely, I, yeah. I take the city bus to work from Heinsberg and like Katma, you know, does yep. a great job of like get it, giving me points for, you know, mm-hmm. taking the bus and not driving. But I don't, if on the days that I drive, like, there's no way to like find a carpool buddy. I mean, there is, but it's not very easy. It's not like, easy. No, it's not, it's not. But that would be a way. Yeah. I know we need, because basically what it needs to, with these have is to figure out how you create that, that system of like being able to like either post it or like, so you need something. Yeah. I, we need to like, talk to, maybe IT we should reach out to Jason Yankovich in IT. I always like, and see if, because he, he's got, he's got that. He's that got kind of brain. weird like, oh, this is how background. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, um, is I have no idea how you could create something like that, but it's, I can't imagine it's that complicated. Yeah, in right. This world. Right. You it's know, really simple. From Porch Forum is really simple. Yeah. It's like Craigslist. Like, it's just like words. It is. Right. And, and if, once you over. sign in, you get the notification to your email so that you know right, you yeah. somebody's responded. All right. Yep. Yeah. I'm putting okay. this on my to do list. I'm going, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Reach out. CCS. And we're, I'm gonna, we're gonna, <laughs> yeah. We probably can't call it from Fort Warren, but we'll. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could call it like I don't know. That's the other thing. We'll have to have a naming. A naming party. We can. We're. Yeah. We're. Sounds like we're yeah. pretty creative. We can yeah, find yeah. something. Yeah, we are. We're excellent, <laughs> in fact, gosh. And if anybody's listening and you want to help us on this project, let us know. Like, yeah, just email one of us. You know how to reach us. So, um, all right. Well, that was great. That was a really, um, it's really great to talk to you and meet you. Ooh, yeah. <laughs>